I want to give a huge thank you to BetterHelp for sponsoring this episode. Therapy isn't something to run away from, it's a vessel to run towards. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service and it's 100% online, so break out your comfies. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. You can message your therapist at any time, any time, and schedule live sessions when it's convenient for you. No more fumbling to get a session on the calendar. You schedule based on when the time is right for you. If your therapist isn't the right fit for any reason, you can switch to a new therapist at no additional charge. Therapy changed my life for the better, pun intended. And with BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling flexibility, and a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash Rocky. That's BetterHelp.com slash Rocky. Party God Squad, hello! Did you have a good week? I sure hope so. This week I have a little treat for you. I decided to do something a little different for the holiday and I invited my brother on the show. We sat down and had a really fun conversation and this conversation is really what it would sound like if you were a fly on the wall to many of our conversations. I hope you enjoy the palate cleanser and have a wild rest of your week. Welcome to the show, Skills. Thanks so much for having me, Rocky. I'm super excited. We should probably tell people why I call you Skills. Instead of my given name? Instead of your God-given name. Yeah, well, let's start, maybe we should start with my given name. Your given name is Howard Hendricks Powell. Howard for our dad. Hendricks for uh, rock and roll icon Jimi Hendrix. And Powell, uh, again, for our dad. I thought the (laughs) reveal, there was going to be a reveal at the end that I was your brother and you blew it. Oh, no, no, no. I thought we were going to go for a reveal. You sitting down with Howard Hendricks Powell, and we're going to have some conversations about masculinity, power, and politics in a post-Roe America. Relax, Delilah, at midnight. Who's Delilah? You don't know who Delilah is? No. Delilah is a radio person. She was on, I think, in Connecticut radio station, she would have been on 99.9, but she was one of those syndicated kind of radio hosts that was in you know what, why don't we take a pause so you can, go ahead, spark up. If you have the candle over here, I can use the gas. There's, there's a, you there's, can use the gas from the candle? I can use candle? the gas from the lighter. Because is it fucking hundred? Light can, the joint. I thought there was going to be a reveal at the end that we were high. No. I'm not that high. I usually need like, um, I don't know, four joints to feel anything. All right, well. But this is a holiday. This is America. We're celebrating... Someone else's independence. <laughs> this, is, this is a break from the norm for Wild Nights, too. Yeah. I wonder if the listeners are automatically like, where's my funny story? Where's my little song? Yeah. They're I, missing I it. actually haven't written a song in a very long time, so I it shows how much you listen to the mm-hmm. show. I listen enough. And look, the songs, the people want the songs back. 
Do the people want the songs back? What was your favorite song that I sang? Uh, when you didn't sing one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. You gotta get used to this too because you're gonna have people in person soon. Yes, I know so we are. We there are... is an adjustment. Yeah, I feel, you know, I will be honest with you, Skills. Like, sometimes I am an open book. Yeah. And then sometimes, and tell me if you feel this way too, sometimes I don't want to tell people anything about my life ever. Like, someone will ask, how are you doing? And I'll just be like, in my head, I'll be like, fuck you, <laughs> leave me alone. And I don't know why I'm like Is that. it to strangers? Or is it like when you know someone? Or is it just I would on say, and off with people? I would say acquaintances. Straight, my people, I, I'm happy to tell the world to. I love my friends. I do love my friends. Yeah. You always make fun of me. Yeah, I do, because I just feel like you, and maybe this is, like, too cynical, but, like, oh, my God, you love your friends so much. I love my friends. I love my friends. I think my friends are cool, but in a heartbeat, I'm ready for any one of them to turn on me. Really? Well, people do turn on you. People turn on me quite often. On you, specifically? I think on me quite, I think on me, specifically, So do you think it's a you thing? I think it's a me thing, yeah. What do you think it is about you that makes people turn on you? I'm sorry to hear that, too. I think when you play the Game of Thrones, like, blood is drawn. And I play the Game of Thrones. Oh, you do? Yeah. Not, like, I'm not actually after lands and castles and territories and things like that. I either, like, mean, like, socially. I'm after the social equivalent of land and castles and... Well, a lot of times in Game of Thrones, people aren't revealing their hands. And I feel like you've just revealed that you have pocket aces. Yeah, that's how I play. The, first of all, in Game of Thrones, everyone is playing the Game of Thrones differently, and that's okay. what makes it like this amazing TV show. Interesting. Everyone plays it differently. Some people play it like I'm aloof. I know nothing. Yeah. Some people play it like this is exactly what I'm doing. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's interesting. I play the Game of Thrones like a little. What's the word for it? I play the Game of Thrones like a sex worker in the Renaissance times who's working their way through all of the different diplomats Mm -hmm. and different kings and whatever that come through, sleeping their way through getting all the secrets. Listen, bro, I I invited you on this show, but like you're getting into Game of Thrones shit and talking about sleeping with people, and that show is straight up incest. So I'm just letting you know. Oh, you're right. No, no, this is not this. This is not this for the people who want this to be that. (laughs) This is not. You're barking up the wrong tree. So many people. No. I'm like, is this skills is like, I really, really love the what are the, the Lannisters are my favorite. <laughs> I model my behavior after them. No, oh my no, no. god. Anywho. But you'll love our surprise guest, our incest <laughs> child. Hello. I have free eyes because <laughs> Because why? No, there's no child of yours that would have three eyes. You have so many eye problems. Okay, literally, this is going in a direction I don't want it to go. Within two minutes of being on the show, you told me that you are playing the Game of Thrones I against am all your friends. I am playing the Game of Thrones <laughs> against all my friends. And the moment you stop playing the Game of Thrones against all of your friends, no incest, then, <laughs> then the moment you stop... That is when you die. Okay. You either die playing the Game of Thrones. Get your fucking hand out my face, bro. Get your fucking hand out my face. You rolled this terribly. I will uh, say something about the way I roll joints. Badly. Badly. 
I, I roll them really badly. I'm more of a cones gal myself, but I love, like if I'm rolling joints myself a couple days in a row, I can get a little rhythm going, but then I'll go back to cones and I'll forget. But I love uh, the taste of a hand rolled joint more than a cone joint. And I will give my brother credit where credit is due many times on this podcast, but this motherfucker can roll a J. He can really roll a J. So I don't mind him joshing on me because honestly, two minutes into smoking this joint, the filter fucking fell out. The joint's Two like, minutes? Yeah. Two it was like, minutes? It was like a puff in. It was like you didn't even put your lips on the joint and the filter came. I put it in my mouth and I retracted it and the filter was in my mouth. That's I'm, how that works. I'm going to say this. Last night I was out and a friend of mine, I handed in the joint and he lit it from the filter and I was just like, God love you. And I wasn't going to say anything. The rest of our friends came outside and I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to just say, oh, you know, we had to do some readjusting with this joint here. And then he goes, because I lit it on the wrong end. And I go, I wasn't going to sell you out. Oh my God, could you have gulped any louder? Sweet Christ. I'm drinking water. D- yeah, but like, drink it better. Oh my God, this is the pot the- calling the kettle hot. Do you want, um... <laughs> no, I don't want that. The pot calling the kettle hot? That's the saying. No. Where is, um... Oh, you made your own filter. Jeez. Jeez. Two minutes into the podcast, we got the, the filter falling out. We're more than two minutes in at this point. I want to uh, say congratulations to you. Thank you. We got some news right before we started the show that Skills, which we never revealed why I call you Skills. Maybe we just leave don't. out for the end. No, well, yeah, I don't even know why we call you Skills, so there's the spoiler alert. Well, Skills got some great news. He was in a movie, and it has been nominated. It's been on the festival circuit, but he just found out that he was nominated in the Long Island International Film Festival. He was nominated for Best Actor, but that's not even the most exciting part about it. That is a very exciting part about it. But the most exciting part about it is he's nominated alongside Richard Kind. I'll give you a second. To check IMDb in case you don't know, but if you don't know, you're probably not a big comedy buff. Richard Kind is on many episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm. Andrew's father on Big Mouth, if you watch Big Mouth. And he's just, he's got one of those iconic voices and he's great. Which, it's making me think, do I have an iconic voice? Are these the groups of actors? Oh, well, yeah, we'll give well, you Richard You were nominated Kine... for your voice. You were nominated for your acting skills. Okay, which you take away my voice and they're still up there the thing about you is you're always going to try to be relevant i do respect that not i'm always going to try and be relevant yeah this is feeling like a little mermaid reference you knocked a huge chunk of weed i'm going to say this when i strike the lighter that's part of it people might be asmring to the sound of me striking the lighter that part of your game of thrones plot twist it's like a little hypnotic thing i'm doing yeah i really like the show rocky but can you have your brother on to do some more of his lighter work all the white dudes listening are going to be like I should be Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the white dudes listening. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I actually don't know. I know, talking about my demographics, the age scale goes from 22 to 60. <clears throat> I'm serious. Women across the board and the men fluctuate. So sometimes I'll get a lot of men in their early 20s. I get a lot of men in their late 30s, mid 40s randomly some men in their mid-30s um but my demo is random and i love that i love everyone listening the demo's random the demo's random and i feel like you might be losing some people with me and i'm keeping it real really yeah because elaborate on that well i i told you 
Give me the lighter. I've got the lighter. There we go. So I think that you might be losing people with me, and here's why. And then I want to get back to the Richard Kind thing, because I feel like we really did gloss over that. We gloss over it. We just keep talking about the Richard Kind. The whole episode <laughs> is like all about him. Shout out to Richard Kind in my age demo. Of Which will get him on the pod. Oh, he would so do the fucking pod. Are you kidding me? That would be an amazing episode. It's already manifested on this app. So then when you put that up, you can play a clip of me saying that. Well, you know I am a, um, a really good manifester. Oh, yeah, you're fucking great. You're great. <laughs> Aim higher. Yeah, one time I was, like, saying how all of my manifestations were coming true and, like, how great life was. And I was really, really feeling good. And my brother here goes, yeah, manifest some fucking money. <laughs> and walked away. And I had big news that day. But to his credit, it did not involve money. (laughs) I don't need the entire ashtray. Just Uh, pass the joint. All right, all right, all right. I taught this kid everything he knows about weed. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes I think, like, would I be more productive without it? Yeah, for sure. But you'd be miserable to be around. Oh, my God, miserable. (laughs) I would be, like, what I imagine, like, a tyrant would be like. Yeah. You would see me. I'd be sitting on a big chair made of swords. Jesus Christ. <laughs> First of all, Eutyrian. First of all, Eutyrian. I did not do it. Okay, the did not was there. You got to work on the I. Because he goes up. Because yeah. he goes up. He goes you up. had it at one point. I did not do it. Okay, now that's it. you lost it. Oh, get out of town. We can check, literally check the tape. The first, t- I'm, I'm, I want you to be good. I want to be like, hey, my brother does Tyrion <laughs> when I hey, take buddy, you get places. Up, get, up, get over here, get over here. <laughs> they'll, they'll look at me and then they'll be like, shame, shame. <laughs> Why'd you say that? That was really Jamaican, that accent. I did not do it? No, the shame. That's how they do it. They do Jamaican. No, they go, shame, shame. That's how the one lady does it, but all the commoners, they go, shame. Well, you know what? I don't fucking watch Game of Thrones 24-7 like you do. We were on another trajectory. Oh, okay. Let's get back to it. Let's get back to it. Richard Kind on Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Deadline. (laughs) I just want to say something along the lines of his, like, dietary restrictions. Because I feel like on Big Mouth, there was an episode where he couldn't eat scallops. But he was looking at these scallops... And they were, like, dancing for him, being like, you want to eat us. We know you want to eat us. And then he eats the scallops, and his stomach is fucked up for the rest of the night. And his wife's like, I told you not to eat the scallops. That show is so fucking good. I always stay away from watching Big Mouth because all of the conversations surrounding puberty, I feel like that time in my life I'm not even healed from yet to laugh at it. Maybe when I'm older, but right now I just feel like I remember puberty too vividly to watch these like animated people go through and laugh about it. Like, this shit's not funny, man. Those are real people. Those are real people with Uh, real pubic hairs. But it's a good show. It's a great show. And it is funny. Every episode I've seen has made me laugh. One time, mom, always cool about getting older and like talking to you about body stuff without making you feel shameful. One time we were going out somewhere for a couple days maybe I was like 16 years old and I said something to mom about like did you grab the pads or did you grab my tampons or something for the the car ride and dad overheard me I'm 16 I've had my period for four years at this point bragging (laughs) I got my period at an average age which I always thought was cool I was always like oh seventh grade that feels right 
That's wild. <laughs> not too early, not too late. That's like my one claim to fame is my period came at an average time. But no, it's not my one claim to fame. But dad goes, when mom said, mom said that, or I said that to mom, I go, oh, do you have my stuff? He goes, you got your period, Rock? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, you got your period? <laughs> like, and I had had it for so long at that point, and he just seemed so sad, and I was just like, this is not about you. This is about me and my womanhood. It goes to show you, like... Oh, man, you got your period. The sexual education <laughs> for his age group. It's kind of like a DIY. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you're nominated against, alongside Richard uh, I'm Kyle. nominated against Raquel Powell, whose claim to fame is she got a period. At an average age. <laughs> yeah, the Richard Kind thing, I, um, I think that's cool. Sometimes I'm like, everyone is like critical of their own performance. Motherfucker, this is not... Uh, this is not this? What is the actor's roundtable? Actor's roundtable? Oh, yeah, let's actor's roundtable. Okay, we can actor's roundtable. Okay, but okay. which actor are you? Are we ourselves? I'm the guy from... Inside the actor's studio. You're James Lipton? Yeah. And we're doing an actor's round. You're the moderator. No, I'm James Lipton, the moderator. Yeah. Are you moderating the round table? I guess there's no moderator for the round table. They just talk. No, there is one. There's one person who's leading it. Are you leading it? or? Yeah, I'm leading it. Because that's easier for me because that's Richard Lipton's thing. I don't really know him as an actor. So as an actor, as a So you want me to be an actor? No, I want you to be who you want to be. I just want to It doesn't seem like you do. No, no, no. Be Richard Lipton. Okay. Be Richard Lipton. Is he British? I don't know, but he's got one of those tonalities where it's like... He's got a had R.I.P. Oh, rest in peace. Okay, so who am I though? Pick mine. You're you. I'm my own self? All right, fine. Fuck it. Let's go. You went so quickly. You were so okay with being yourself. You're like, I have to play me. Most natural role. Came so naturally. Yeah, well, you could always make that argument. Okay, let's go. Okay, so you're nominated for the first time against Richard Kind. Yeah. Do you feel like that is a milestone in your career? With somebody who has a trajectory like Richard Kind? Oh, it is only a compliment when you see his name alongside yours. Now, when you speak of Richard Kind's trajectory, I know earlier in our conversation, we talked about his work on Big Mouth, mm-hmm. and we talked about his work on Curb Your Enthusiasm. What else has Richard Kind been in, and what is his trajectory? So it looks like his trajectory currently is his uh, project he's working on, Hitman. Okay, so it's that's a project he's working on currently. In but the in the past, what are maybe name three of Richard Kind's projects he was a big sitcom star oh yeah what yeah. sitcom refresh me he was on friends <laughs> who was he on friends he what he really <laughs> mean? I, who was he on friends look i was a boy when these shows came out i just know of his energy and how he made me feel who was he on friends i don't know which character he played on friends i think you're friends. thinking of the guy who played ross geller's father because i don't think richard kind was on friends but i okay. could be wrong okay well who was what what shows was he on then you got me James. Actually, it's in my contract that I don't have to answer questions from actors, specifically actors who don't even know Richard Kind's trajectory. You know what? Actually, I'm just going to look it up. We might be surprised by what we find, actually. I thought you knew. Uh, I know him from Big Mouth and I think a lot of cartoon movies. Isn't he the dad in Finding Nemo? So you don't really know either. Why are you being a dick about it, James? <laughs> oh, I'm Rocky now. And oh, okay. Because it's my fucking show. 
I would just say, like, that's how I would say that if I was at the round table. I'd be like, bro, wait, can we cut? This is supposed to be press. Like, we're supposed to be making each other look good. Why are you doing these gotcha questions? That's what I would say to James Lipton or the hologram of him that it would be because he's dead. Which it's weird that we live in a time where it's like not even weird to say the hologram of him. Okay, so this is his filmography. Tell which me. I almost said videography. He's on the other two. Okay. Which I could have been on. You did audition for it. I got friends on the other two. Yeah. Richard Kind. Yeah, he will be your friend. I got real friends on the other two, too. No big deal. Wow. No big deal. So he was on Big Mouth. He was on the Goldbergs. The Goldbergs. That's what you know him from, the Goldbergs. I know him from the Goldbergs. A few episodes I've seen. I mean, you can't help but watch it. It comes on after the news. And you know, growing up, mom and dad had the news on. Growing up. They still do. What's up with the news? Turn that shit off. Can I tell you something funny that happened the other day? Hold on, this beeping. This beeping is incessant. He's on The Simpsons on one episode of The Simpsons. Wait, save, save that for the beeping to stop. <laughs> and you have to be careful on moving too much in the chair because <laughs> it creaks. He was uh, on Young Sheldon. Whatever, he's iconic. He's iconic. The point is, he's iconic. I got way too high yeah. though. Yeah. I got way too high. I literally have to, I have to go to work. Cut that. I don't want people to know I have a yeah. day job. Yeah, yeah, me neither. I never talk about it. This woman said something negative to me. Not at me, but to me. She was a woman trying to make small talk, and she was like, oh my God, did you hear the air quality is going to be terrible tomorrow? And I truly hadn't heard that yet. So I was like, no, actually, I didn't know that. And she's like, oh, yeah, they said it all over the news. So I showed her this video that was, I might have shown it to you. It's like all the news stations from all over the country saying the same thing at the same time because the news is owned by the same five or six people, right? So I showed her this video. And now this is an older woman. She's kind of like one of those women. I could equate her to Marge Simpson's sisters. Like the, ah, ah, you know what I mean? But very nice and cool, whatever. But you can hear every one of her conversations when she's like on the phone with one of her family members or something. But she's she's chilling. So I show her this video because I'm kind of like, I think if you act a little weird to people, sometimes they'll just leave you alone. And I go, maybe this is a weird thing to do, but maybe she won't come barreling at me with bad news if I do this to her. So I showed her this video. I was like, yeah, like, just be careful with the news because, like, look, it's owned by all the same people. And so she's watching the video, but I could tell she was, like, getting bored watching it or, like, didn't want to. And she literally, (laughs) in a panic picked up her phone and went, uh, hello, and then hung it back up. Like, she couldn't keep the act up of pretending someone called her so she could stop (laughs) watching the Instagram video I showed her. So I just, like, at the point, I was like, I took my phone. I was like, isn't that crazy? And now the experiment continues if she'll keep barreling at me with bad news. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, I see her side, too, so clearly. Yeah, me too, me too. I'm like, if somebody, especially if that's not your, I spend a lot of time I spend a lot of time being like trying to be as present as possible being aware of like me the things media feeds us blah 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 I I spend my time doing that but if you're not somebody if you're not somebody who's not spending your time doing that then somebody sends you this video you're like this girl's a freak so you know her to be someone that does not spend her time thinking deeply about the world I 
think <laughs> that based on the nature of a lot of the conversations she's had, I would be making a pretty good assumption. All right. And some elevator small talk. All right. So then we just have to assume that that's the truth because in this reality, in this perception, it is the truth. So this sheep. Whoa, whoa. I didn't equate her to farm life, bro. In this so is many another words you Game did. of Thrones reference. No, no, no. In sheep, the sheep comes over to you. I hit the table, okay? I can't. I mean, like, it's gonna happen. Okay, just chill. It's gonna happen. Just chill with the table. All right, I'll try and chill. If For those who can't see, I'm spastic. I'm He's flailing. I'm flailing my arms. I wanna jump ahead because the other night, I came home a little tipsy and I was feeling myself and sometimes when I'm tipsy and feeling myself I will order Wendy's as a treat. My traditional order is a medium fry, a small frosty chocolate and <laughs> frosty comma chocolate and a six piece regular nugget. Something like this will run me about 16 bucks. So I'm sitting up here with Kaylee and Skills and we're chilling and I'm waiting for my Wendy's. They had just eaten food. Skills is nice enough to say, I'll run down and get the Wendy's for you. I was like, oh, thanks. And he comes back up with this huge bag of Wendy's and he goes, what did you order? I look at the bag immediately and I go, not all that. I had probably the simplest order in the world (laughs) compared to the amount of food you've just brought in the house. And when we tell you this was $50 worth of Wendy's, it was not one, not two, not three, but four gigantic Cokes. Combo, 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 another club, another club. Bus, Bus. club, another club, another club. Another club. That's how much food was in this bag. And I called the driver. I'm like, my guy, he clicks up and hangs up. Call him again, clicks up and hangs up. He is not trying to talk. He's clicking up. Clicking up, hello? Hearing my voice, hanging up. up. Click up, hang up. Mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, this is awful. These people are probably stoned or fucked up and they are not getting their food anytime soon. Wendy's might damn near be closed. But then I thought, and I didn't share this with you, I don't think. What if those people got someone's $100 Wendy's order? You did share that with me. a better perspective than to be like these people are having a terrible night I'm eating their food I ruined their night they spent so much money they got all their money back from Uber regardless and I don't know what order they received they could have received a drug order that had 10 G's in the bag oh what a nightmare that would be Honestly, are you kidding me you get a delivered a package of 10 grand okay so you come upstairs you got this heavy bag in your hand You sit down at the table. I open it because it's my Wendy's. 10 G's is in the bag. And you're like, what if the person got a million dollars in a bag that was supposed to get the 10 G's? What a good perspective I have. It is a good perspective. No, no, I got you. Let's play it out. It's a nightmare. What the fuck? I would be yelling. But what do you do with the 10? Are you just like, who's 10 G's? The delivery driver knows where you live. Yeah, yeah, it's a fucking nightmare. It's a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. Wait, okay, so the you you you're, you're you're unwrapping the Wendy. Wait, hold on. In my imagination, there's like a couple of sandwiches and burgers on top. Oh no, I just 
pictured a bag of money. It's just a bag of money because I pictured the money wrapped up in the Wendy's shit. Like, there's, like, a, an element of, like, what the fuck? This is intentional. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. this isn't just the wrong bag I've given to us. Like, somebody's fucking with us. They got this Wendy's bag. This shit's all fucking... You got your milkshakes all spilled the fuck open. It's all over the money and shit. You're digging through. What the fuck? Oh, should we even be touching this? It's, it's on the floor. What the fuck? Oh, calling the driver. He's clicking up. He's hanging up. Kaylee's crying and rocking in the corner. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I didn't Kaylee. even think of that. She No, actually, she's crying and rocking in the corner. And then... 10 minutes in, we're like, where's Kaylee? And she just left. Like, she would leave us. She would bounce. She would bounce in a fucking heartbeat. Just drop off the face of the earth. We'd call her. She'd click up. <laughs> she'd click up and hang up. <laughs> and hang up. Click up and hang up. Oh, oh poor man. Kaylee. Poor Kaylee. Poor us. Fuck. Yeah. We but have... then, okay. It's like not even enough money to be excited about. But then, but two hours go by. Mm-hmm. Nobody's called you. Nobody's whatever. That money's still fucking sitting there. Okay, well, what do we do? Do we order like a safe off of Amazon? Do we get a gun? First, I'm going to the diner and treating myself. What? You're already spending it? It's been two hours. I didn't get my food and 10 G's was just delivered to my door. Yeah, I'm getting some midnight corned beef. Oh, hash I'm not bro. letting you do that though. If we're playing this real stakes, we're two hours in, you're like, I'm going to get some food skills. <laughs> <laughs> they got a million dollars. This is our karma. I would be like, don't, you can't fucking leave. So then you've got Great. me being like, you it's can't. It's my leave. money, and this man is telling me what I can do, where I can and can't go. I get $10,000, and now it's everyone's problem. But I'm saying you gotta play this out. That's what I'm doing. In real life, that's what I would be doing. I'd be like, what the? I'd be freaking out. All right. So how do you end this? Maybe I'd put a timer on it. Maybe I'd say, you know what I mean? Maybe I'd say (laughs) a year from this date, if nothing happens, then we'll dip into the 10 Gs. Maybe like, you know, get a different place, move, you know, and then just take the 10 Gs. But I might give it a year because people will kill for 10 Gs. People will kill for 10 Gs. So I, I think... I'm sure people have killed for less. People have probably killed for 40 People bucks. kill with for no Oh, yeah, that's right. People kill for no reason. Yeah. Which is wild. <laughs> that's crazy. No, oh. not to be like, you know, but that's nuts. Mm-hmm. To kill somebody for no reason. Like, really get get right. <laughs> get right with God. Because <laughs> that's fucked up. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Yeah, I think I'd give it a year. And then I'd, I'd spend it. Would it depreciate in value a little bit? Yeah. I thought about that with the fireworks the other night, too. I was watching the fireworks, and I was thinking, I bet all these fireworks are, are <laughs> damaging the ocean, or the not the ocean, but the East River. I was like, oh, all these animals are getting in the East Isn't River. Isn't that the ocean? I don't think it's technically the ocean. The ocean is so the, big. The ocean's vast. Yeah. Okay, so the East River. Yeah, that, all that shit leads to the ocean. Yeah, but then I'm thinking, what if the fish are having their own fireworks show? Mm. And they're damaging another community. And we, we all think, like, everybody's the bad guy until you're like, let me change my perspective. Maybe we're all the bad guy and we're all the good guy. Okay, so you think that Ying and the yin. pollution that human beings do, that... <laughs> I swallowed a burp. <laughs> I couldn't like. I no, was, like, I did. Just, I swallowed a bird. Just ignore it. But... No, you can't. Okay, so the pollution. Mm-hmm. You think that that goes down the food chain? I think it could. That animals that are in a different category of animal than us 
might be polluting their own environments in their own way and that it's not exclusively a human thing. See, I'm under the firm belief that what makes humans an outstanding species, we have lost our oneness with nature. Yeah. And that is an exclusive trait to human beings. And that is honestly what makes us different is that we have the capacity to do things that are damaging our ecosystem and be like just like lost in it like to be Mm -hmm. like dust in the wind in it and to contribute to it and i think that that is like exclusively human and i think it's probably because civilizations that live like that cannot sustain Mm. so the the fish in the east river they might be throwing a fireworks party using the debris from our fireworks and it's this crazy elaborate showing, but that'll destroy their ecosystem. Yeah. So we just might be one of the few remaining species that does that. Yeah. Or ants piss in the street and their little communities are flooded with pollution too. I wouldn't be surprised if that were the case, but it just seems like exclusively human and an exclusive mirror to the human condition in a really kind of creepy way what you just said reminds me of one of my highest thoughts which we're going to do some highest thoughts this episode i asked you a couple of your highest thoughts before we started recording and i i've written down some of my own you brought up a good point about humans destroying our own ecosystem and losing our oneness with nature and i really agree with that i do think humans have lost a lot of their oneness with nature not all humans but most yeah And yesterday, with this air quality, I was just thinking, like, honestly, I kind of, like, my lungs kind of hurt being outside. I was outside a lot, and my lungs kind of hurt. And I go, huh, nobody wants to do anything about this? We're all just cool with shit burning, and now we're, you know what I mean? Like, how come we're not all, like... God damn, we have to stop this problem. So think about a family, right? A family or a friend group. You could go either way. Whatever happened to predictability? predictability. (laughs) You have to be careful singing because we could get flagged. Oh, well, if my rendition of that was that good enough to get flagged, then this episode deserves (laughs) to be taken down and I need to go into... And it's funny you did that because I broke down the nanny lyrics last week. (sighs) I did. Yeah, it's honestly a great jingle. But it's traumatic. But you can go listen Her to Her life that. story? Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. So, I lost my train of thought. Okay. You were saying, if you think, this is what you said, if you think Okay, if you think about family, family <laughs> if you think about family and friends, right? If we have a problem in our family, what do we want to do? We want to solve it, and we know when it's something needs to be solved as a together family problem. If you're in a friend group that's tight, you're like, oh, we know how we're going to, we got to solve this friend problem in our ecosystem. And then what happens? Nine times out of 10, the problem gets solved. If it doesn't get solved, it's probably not that big a problem kind of deal, right? Or a bandaid over a bullet hole. But why doesn't humanity, all of us look at each other like a family and say, hey, our house is on fire. How, why aren't we all stopping everything we're doing to put the metaphorical and literal fire out. That, to me, is alarming. And it's because we're all in this rat race and this hamster wheel of we've got to make money because we've got to keep this house safe while the house we live in 
It's like uh, living in a huge apartment complex and everything around you is crumbling, but you're just protecting your one little apartment. But that apartment needs all the other, you're one. And we don't look at, humans don't look at each other as one. We look at each other as the enemy because being the enemy makes people money. That was one of my thoughts. Damn. I had a high thought this week. Let's hear it. Kind of in the same vein of what you were thinking. I think that animals, <laughs> like squirrels and stuff, wear clothing when you can't see them. Mm-hmm. And I would agree with that because if you think about fairy tales and stories, every time they're in their house, these Close. motherfuckers got robes, mm-hmm. they got slippers. Sometimes they've got like end tables and like... Bonnets. Yeah, knitting and stuff. They inv- Animals invented the bonnet. I think that's true. I think that's true. Animals invented the bonnet. I 100% fully agree with that. Do you think that the animals are, is it waxing poetic or waning poetic? What's the saying? Waxing poetic, right? What does that mean? When someone's like uh, talking about something really colorfully for a long time and kind of droning on about it. Do you think that those animals are droning on about the weight of capitalism in their little societies? Maybe. Or maybe, and, or maybe if you think about um, a squirrel community, like all the squirrels of the world, right? Okay. First of all, you can communicate through trees. Yeah, they might have a vast network of communication. They might be able to communicate. We don't even know. Trees to us are trees. It might be a cell phone to them. Trees to a squirrel could be a telephone, mm-hmm. a literal telephone pole. Yeah, where it, they could can be, call... it could be covered in script yeah, that we, that we no wouldn't even be able to decipher. idea mm-hmm. how these squirrels communicate with each other. No idea whatsoever. I would 100% believe the clothing theory and also you know maybe some squirrels communities have capitalism and some are socialists Mm. you know what i mean like do you think only american squirrels are capitalists and then like swedish squirrels are like we're all in this together and chocolate oh yeah you know what i'd like to think for irony's sake i'd like to think that like all of the democratic socialist governments Mm -hmm. they have like really fascist squirrels oh my god (laughs) like all the capitalist governments have like really socially uh, socialist squirrels that like live in harmony. Yeah, like because they're like food is abundant. They just throw their trash everywhere. We just collect it, like all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, probably not. Because like in those countries, that argument kind of eats its own tail. No pun intended. No pun intended. What were you telling me about the whale sonar? How they're going to be able to understand whales soon? Uh, yeah, this is me. This is me promoting this. I watch a lot of YouTube videos about stuff in the tech center Mm -hmm. and new technology because in my opinion it's like reading sci-fi novels like it's like but it's predictions about like technology that we have but you know some of it is accurate some of it doesn't end up being true Mm -hmm. i just like technology because it's cool (laughs) get to the whales i forgot the whales oh okay i forgot the point okay so i watched this video and it said that whales the the sounds of their sonar or whatever however they make sounds and talk to each other they're recording all of them and as soon as they have a large enough them being i guess scientists Mm -hmm. recording them and then they're giving them to like computer engineers and they're creating like a base of sounds that like they would be able to decipher using language modeling Damn. Like, if they just collected enough of it, just like with the human language, 
if you collect enough of it and then you put it through one processor, you put it through one processor or something, I don't know what a processor is, but you put it through into one machine. Computer maybe? Computer maybe. Instead of a machine or a processor? You don't like them using the word machine? I'm just saying like the machine is the computer. The computer is the machine. Okay, so you put it all into the machine and then it can just generate text. Mm-hmm. They're saying that they might be able to get that same technology to decipher what the whales are saying and pick up codes and repetitive patterns and then figure it out. And honestly, then that would be like the first time they'd be able to communicate effectively to different species. So like the future is about to be crazy. Oh, because they could say something to the whales, they being the scientists, Mm -hmm. in their tone Mm -hmm. and then... Put it in the ocean. Yeah. And then, oh, they'd be able to understand what they're saying. And then all this stuff about, like, the whales flipping boats and stuff. Yeah. Imagine, like, you receive the New York Times headline and it's like, actually, we are at war with the whales. We sent a message and they responded, like, we are 100% at war with you. We hate you. Could you imagine? I don't think I want to fight the whales. I don't want to fight anyone, but... I mean, you know, the whales, they, they're not scaring me much. I mean, in maybe in the island of Manhattan or even in Queens, it's scary because it's like, oh, you know, water devastation could actually happen. Maybe yeah. the whales could manipulate the water. But I could move to the Midwest and never have to worry about a whale in my life. Yeah, I guess so it's a proximity thing. They don't scare me in that respect. But then what happens if they start breaking off resources okay so i live in the midwest i'm like yeah it doesn't matter i get my food is imported from the shore or whatever food needs to come or they they fucking block out the water line or something they have like a complex way of attacking us on the land using a system of water that we don't even understand that's running underneath the bedrock whoa yeah we don't want to fight the whales we don't want to fight the whales and the powells are on record saying that we don't want to fight the whales we don't we and I'll and I'll draw a line there. We're on record saying we don't want to fight the whales. We want to live harmoniously with the whales. But we're ready. But we are ready. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, come at us. <laughs> Long story short, we're ready. We don't need to be at war. We could honestly, if you really tune into and find some people that you love and that love you, you won't care about other people. That's the thing. Not you won't care about them. You won't care to hurt them or want what they have because you'll have enough. Well, Skills, I have to say it was a pleasure having you on the show. It went very smoothly. I think I I bullied you a little bit in the Richard Kind section, so I'm going to reflect on that. I bullied you in a little bit on the Richard Kind <laughs> section. <laughs> we had to take that as a take two. And um, I'm going to have fun editing this. And I want you to know you're welcome back anytime. It was really a joy. So what is your favorite thing about being my brother? Uh, you get to live your life blindly fumbling through the universe, opening doors which you don't know what they lead to. And then I get to kind of walk through at my own pace being like, oh, okay, that room, that room's no good. I'll go the other way. I'll go through this. Mm. So I like that I get to use you as like a roadmap. Yeah. And I like that you live an interesting life because some people follow a roadmap of a very boring person. Mm. And you're kind of cool. That's my favorite thing about you. What'd you ask me? Yeah. My, your favorite thing about being Do you my... usually ask people that? No, but I don't know people as well. You should start asking people that. What's their favorite thing about me? Yeah. (laughs) At the end. 
And um, I do a little segment in the podcast where I ask you what your favorite thing is about me. So just keep your eye out while we're recording something you like about me. <laughs> I would say my favorite thing about you, we laugh. We laugh. We laugh. We have, we have some good belly laughs. Yeah, we laugh. So some people don't laugh. And my advice to you is go, go laugh more. You go laugh more. You go laugh more. I don't know more. what these people are going through. I know. You're right. I actually don't. And I'm sorry that I ordered you around. No, but. you guys should probably go find an avenue to laugh more, though. See, it's the contrarian that's annoying. It's like I oh say my up, God, it's then so, you say up, and I'm then you're like, actually, down. I'm self-aware about it, too. Well, yeah. I don't know if I want to change it, though. It is kind of it's kind of interesting. Even that, I contradicted. Like, I was like, I'm aware of it. I don't like it. And then immediately, I liked it. Immediately, right. Maybe you could see some live comedy. I do live comedy, and you follow me on Instagram. Give them your Instas. At Howard Hendricks Powell. But if you like any of Rocky's content, then I'm sure you will like my content even more. I'm sure you'll I think there's enough room for everyone. Yeah, I think that too. I think there's enough room for everyone. Yeah. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. (laughs) Follow me on Instagram if you want. and um... (laughs) Skills, it's been awesome having you on the show. I'm grateful to be here, Rocky. Love you. You're welcome anytime. I love you too. And you and I will talk soon. Bye.